Happy New Year. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I guess I could have been, I could be a bit more excited about the fact that it's, you know, another year or whatever. But, like, I don't know if it's just as you get older this happens or I just, this is just a personal thing for me. I just, I don't give a fuck. And I know how that sounds, right? Like, it's, I don't even know what today's date is. Is it like the 7th, 9th? I don't know. But, like, does it, we we create these constructs in our mind as far as, like, what time is concerned, you know? Like, oh, the, the year is ending. Oh, it's a new year. Oh, it's the, you know, leap year or whatever. We just create these things. They're, like, imaginary, you know, stamps of time or whatever. And then we just go along with it. And I think that that's crazy. Like, it, it, the, the fact that people also, like, reset their entire lives. Like, oh, new year, new me. It's like, no, you can do that any day. Like, <laughs> you don't have to wait until the ball drops, you know, in New York for you to decide, like, I want to completely change. And a lot of the time, people do that. They end up, like, just reverting back to whoever they were, like, you know, a month or two before that in the quote old year. Yeah, so I I don't I don't find the new year exciting or as exciting as I guess we're supposed to find it. Um just because I you know, have common sense. I, I don't know. <laughs> and of course if you're the kind of person who celebrates the new year and you you use it as a way to, you know, catapult yourself to whatever goal you want to accomplish the good for you like I'm not trying to shit on on that I just for me personally it's just another day you know it's just another construct that society has created to get people to to behave in a particular way or whatever and we all just kind of go along with it I I read this book that was saying that we're not even really in the year 2019 that there was, I think, the the Dark Ages or something. There was a period in time where these assholes, I think it was the church, just decided that they were just going to, like, add 300 years of three, of history, just make that shit up and just, like, add it on to our timeline. And we're actually technically still in the year 1700. Yeah, some random ass religious douchebags just decided, hey, you know what would be great? Let's just make up like 300 years of fucking history and and uh, and insert that into the timeline. And, and we're just going to convince a bunch of dumbasses like me and, you know, the rest of us to believe it. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, this is like this is a thing like this is an actual theory that people have researched and have found you know facts or evidence to back up you know this I I forget what the actual terminology of it is um but anyway basically google it's like we're really in the year 1700 and like 300 years of history were like made up that's that's nuts to me and then of course the way my brain works I'm just like all right well if they can do that shit like what else have they made up like what do we believe that could be completely and total horseshit? Now, the older I get, the more I'm coming to the conclusion that literally everything I believe, everything 
that I was bred to believe, that I was taught in school, that, you know, the news spouts, you, just everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is a lie. And the thing is, like, honestly, like, if you believe what the most people believe, you're probably believing some bullshit that some asshole constructed in order to get us to behave in a certain way. Like, we're, we're, we're all sheep. We're all sheep. Myself included. I'll, I'll lump myself in there. I'm sheep. And I know, like, five years from now, I'm going to look back and see myself, see that I was doing some dumb shit you know, that I probably didn't need to be doing now that I, you know, I I think I know everything. I don't actually, I don't think I know everything. I just said like five seconds ago, like everything I have been taught to believe is bullshit. That's liberating to me though, like in a way, because I feel like, okay, that that's great. That it it, it kind of gives you a different way to look at, at the world, right? Like if you come to the conclusion that everything you know is wrong and everything you've ever been taught is a lie, then it it makes life like much more interesting for me you know what i mean like okay like uh all right okay okay so what if we are in a simulation and none of this shit is real what if we're really in the future playing like a hyper-realistic you know video game of the past Uh, now hear me out okay like like think about what our society glorifies right now, right? Like you have teachers who are in charge of taking our youth and and, and bear in mind, in case people seem to forget that it's our youth, our children, you know, kids or whatever, the younger little tiny humans, yet they're responsible. What they are taught today will dictate our future right the future of our planet so if you teach them for example that america is the greatest country in the world and nobody else matters you know 18 years from now those same kids will have xenophobic um overly aggressive perspective on on their standing in the world compared to other cultures and then you have these issues that we're having today. Or if you teach young boys, for example, that they matter and their opinion matters and to be assertive and you teach young girls to, you know, be quiet and to be passive and blah, 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 blah. You have a lot of the issues that we're going to have to solve today. So the point that I'm trying to make is because we, we seem to have kind of forgotten this is that like how the youth, how the little tiny humans are socialized or are taught or whatever dictates the future, right? Like that, I believe the children are our future. Like that's, the, you don't have to have a belief in that. Kids are literally the fucking future. Like this is, it, you don't have to believe that they are the future. They're the actual fucking future. And so the fact that we as a society pay the individuals who are responsible to like teach them you know and socialize them like shit money right we pay them like 30k 40k like a lot of like teachers can barely survive a lot of them have to take on like second jobs and shit they can barely make ends meet and and these are the people that we were paying shit should should be more concerning than it actually 
is to society right now, right? Like, I'm always, like, mind-fucked by the fact that, like, we pay entertainers and athletes and things of that nature, like, exorbitant amounts of money, like, compared to, like, what we teach, what we pay teachers. So teachers are making 30K, 40K, 50K if they're in a good school district, you know, but they're not making bank, right? And they have the responsibility of essentially hurting the minds of the people who are going to be responsible for our planet's future. And we pay them shit. But then motherfuckers who can dribble and take balls and put them in holes repeatedly back and forth, like, right? Like, basically, adults who do shit that kids do, but, quote, professionally, get paid millions of dollars millions of dollars why to entertain us so if you can play pretend and pretend to be somebody else and somebody records it and you tell a story through you playing pretend which is basically acting right it's adults still playing pretend on camera they get paid millions of dollars whereas the people who teach our kids get paid shit money So that tells you as a society what we value. We don't value our future. We don't value education. We don't value knowledge. We value entertainment. So if you can entertain people, you get bank. That's it. That's the easiest way to make money, to make a lot of money is to keep people entertained, right? To keep people entertained. That's how you make bank. So our our athletes, our TV producers, our directors, all these people who are in charge of keeping you staring at your TV or staring at your phone, right? Social media, Instagram, Facebook, anybody that can keep your mind distracted from doing the shit that you're supposed to be doing long enough. Um, (laughs) Like, I don't know, educating yourself on everything seen as we are a generation that have like smart phones and access to like all knowledge and instead we I think I've said this before but I'll say it again because it bears repeating we have access to all knowledge the first generation in modern history that we know of right anyway has access to anything if I want to if I want to research Van Gogh I just have to type it in to my pocket computer (laughs) right and learn anything anything there's videos there's youtube there's there's podcasts there's ted talks anything i need to learn right there in my hands and the majority of people don't take advantage of that we just want to be entertained we just want to be contained and the people that can distract you from those pursuits get paid bang bang (laughs) That's crazy. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that as a society, we value entertainment. And if if we value entertainment as a society, that goes to show you that in the future, entertainment will continue to become valuable. Why? Because entertainers have always been valued, right? Artists, in a way, were entertainers because bear in mind that before there was television, what did niggas have to do? People didn't have shit to do. That's probably why a lot of them killed themselves or killed each other and they had war. There was no fucking TV. Half the time I watch shows like, I don't know, what is that one show? The Tudors or even Game of Thrones. Half the time I, I think like, man, if these things just had TV, 
half this shit wouldn't even be happening right now, right? Like Henry VIII, like one wife, another wife killed this one, beheaded this one, divorced this. The nigga was just bored. Let's go to war. I'm. They're all fucking bored. They're bored. I would I would argue that ninety nine percent of history that happened before before television, before 24-7 streaming services happened because people were bored as fuck and had nothing else better to do. And so, of course, entertainers were valued, right? They didn't have TV. They didn't have newspapers. What did you have? You had plays. So then we had people like Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, that we still talk about now. This dude was alive like hundreds of years ago. We still talk about his plays because people had, that's what they had. They had plays, they had books. You know, we talk about Odysseus and, and the Odyssey and the Greek gods. And that's how people entertain themselves because they didn't have television or smartphones or cat videos on YouTube. And so just keep from fucking dying from boredom or, or, or just to keep society intact. In, in, in you have the Romans who gave people the bread and circuses, right? Like eat eat, eat, eat here, bread, slow your ass down, and then go and watch the fucking gladiators kill the fuck out of each other, right? That keeps you guys from turning on us and killing all the senators, right? So while you guys are being like distracted and entertained by gladiators, we'll run the country and make bank. And and that's that's how it's always been. And, and before that, I bet money the motherfuckers who were drawn on caves were probably hella famous at the time too. Wait, wait, you can create things on the wall? Ooh, look at that. He drew a bison. That's neat. Oh, look how long he made them. Like that, that was fucking television. The cave paintings that we see now, we're like, oh, it was so primitive. Yeah, that was primitive fucking television. And then we had, you know, these elaborate murals in the, in the, um, the Renaissance, right? That was their television. I sh- I'm sure people would go and watch artists like paint because what the fuck else did they have to do? I mean, dis- besides like dying from dysentery, you know, or like the bubonic plague or going out and dying in war or having to farm all day, you know, like, and then what they didn't have electricity. So then just sat by candlelight and told stories, entertainment has always been valued. So since the beginning of time, or I should say since the beginning of the human construction of time, right? Entertainment has always been valued, which means that in the future, entertainment will always, will still be valued because no matter what you innovate, no matter what you create, the human mind has too much, like can't, doesn't know what to do. We have too much fucking time on our hands. Like I've, I've said this in, on previous podcasts before, but I'll say it again. Like people say life is short. Life is not fucking short. Like unless you die as a fucking fetus, yeah, okay, that's short. Or, or, or you know, God forbid as a child, yeah, that's fucked up. So yeah, life for, for, for young people who die young, like that's horrible and that's short. But man, if you're like in your 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s, like, I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, man, this shit is fucking long. Like, and I'm like, I sit here, I don't even remember, like, the first, like, 15 years, 14 years of my life. Like, 
Okay, I'm not even about to lie. Like, honestly, from, like, birth to now, if you ask me to, like, remember of all the fucking days I've had, which 33 times 365, you do the math, that's a lot of fucking days. And I've had a lot of memories between, like, you know, birth and now. I can only really remember, like, a handful of shit, okay? Like, <laughs> I, I don't remember anything, you know? Like, I can't tell you what I had for breakfast, like, five days ago. I mean, I'm sure maybe in a week I might be able to, like, look through pictures and be like, oh, okay, I took a picture of that. I don't remember shit, okay? And I'm still like, okay, like, fuck. Like, I still, like, if I'm, if I'm quote-unquote lucky, right, I'm probably going to live another, like, 40, 50 years. I'm going to live longer on average, I'm going to live longer than I'm presently alive now. And I'm already thinking like, man, this shit is long as fuck. Like there's a part of me that's like, that kind of wants the world to end. Like I don't, I'm not suicidal, right? (laughs) So I'm not going to kill myself. I just want everybody to die simultaneously so that then I don't have to like, you know, be responsible for people mourning my death. You know what I mean? Like I kind of want to die, but I don't want to die at my own hands, right? Like I don't want to kill myself only, only because, not because I, I, I don't want to die because I'm kind of bored <laughs> in a way. I mean, like I, I, it sounds fucked up, but like I, I overthink you know, I think too much, obviously, right? So, like, I, I'm kind of bored of life in a way, but I'm not going to kill myself because, like, there's, I, I know too many people, too many people care about me, you know, my friends, my family, my loved ones, I have responsibilities. So, like, if something were to happen to me and I did it to myself, right, like, that would be really shitty. And I just, I don't, I don't want to be personally responsible for, like, other people, like, mourning me, you know what I mean? Like, my family and shit like that, like, being all sad and shit because of something I did. So I'm not going to kill myself. But I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not, you know, if, if, if I'm just sitting here chilling and like a fucking asteroid hit the earth and, you know, wiped us all out, like, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, and actually, I would prefer if the asteroid landed like directly. I've always thought this, like all my from teenage years to now, I've always thought like if something was going to happen and we're going to get like blown the fuck up or, or fucking an asteroid or something like I want to be patient zero. I want to be like the person who that shit lands on. I don't want to be the fucking survivors trying to make it like on fucking like bird box or walking dead or some shit like that. Like I'm not, mm -mm. I I don't want, I don't, I don't want to fucking survive. Right. Like, (laughs) like the walking dead, the first few seasons of it, that shit was crazy. They were, like, making it seem like people who killed themselves, you know, after all this crazy shit is fucking happening, were, like, cowards. All right, bitch, call me a fucking coward. I'm a fucking coward. Niggas are dying, <laughs> okay? People are dying. Actually, I accidentally just said nigga with, like, the hard R. I just caught myself. Niggas. I mean, I'm black. Does it matter? I don't know. I sound white. I'm African-American, so I guess I could say nigga or nigger. But that er was unintended. Um, anyway, I digress. Niggas were dying <laughs> out there and then coming back to life to eat people. And a, a person is watching that and going, yeah, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm out. And they put a bullet through their skull. And then these other surviving scavenging ass motherfuckers come across their bodies. I'm like, oh, you're a fucking coward. Okay, fuck you. 
enjoy getting eaten by fucking cannibals or walking fucking corpses. I'm out. I don't, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I don't want to live a fucking living waking nightmare. Where the, the only way out of this bullshit is either, either I get eaten to death or I die of some fucked up like infection or I die and then I come back and my brain's still working somehow. So I'm just roaming the earth like a mindless... Fuck you! I've considered all options and the birth, the best possible option is to put a bullet through my head so I can rest in peace. If this is what you want to do, that's fine. Enjoy scavenging. That's cool. Enjoy saving the planet. That's fine. Enjoy raising babies in this bullshit. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And if that makes me a coward, then fuck you. I'm a coward. Okay? Fuck you. I'm a coward. I'm out. I saw a bird box the other day. Now, that was interesting. It it just, it kind of went viral, right? Like, it was like every other post I saw on, like, Instagram was like a meme about bird box. So I was like, let me go watch this. And, like, under normal circumstances, I don't even watch TV like that. Like, I, I don't have the attention span for it. The only thing I have attention spans for are, like, podcasts, audiobooks, and, like, painting. Like, that's it. I can't watch TV. If I watch TV, I feel like I'm wasting time. I've got to be doing something. So I'll watch for like maybe like a minute and then I'll find myself like drawing or sketching or researching or reading. You know, I just I can't just sit and stare at a fucking TV for two hours. But that fucking movie I did. That movie was creepy as fuck. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm going to do another podcast. I'm going to talk about what I think the bird box was about. Um, That's just my my crazy conspiracy theory mind. Um, theorizing on what it is. Um, yeah, that movie was creepy as fuck. Um, I don't know how I got to this point in time from starting with New Year and ending up in Bird Box. I'm going to tie it all together. Oh, I was talking about simulations. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Weird, weird sidebar, right? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we, we glorify entertainers. Entertainment is like the top of a priority, you know, of our priority list. And honestly, I think it's, Part of the reason why a lot of us haven't, like, started killing each other yet is because, eh, like, yeah, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to war. If I go to war, I can't be on, on Pinterest or YouTube looking at cat videos. Eh, fuck it. Let's just, I'm just going to yell at you on, on fucking, fucking Twitter. Yeah, that's it. That's how I get my aggression out now. Fuck you! Boom. A, a thousand years ago, there was no Twitter, so people just went and stabbed each other. Fuck you! I challenge you to a duel. Yeah, see, Instagram saving the world. Anyway, so if we value entertainment, then that tells you that the the way things are going, eventually we're going to end up right in virtual reality like simulations, and so we're going to go from being able to like watch something like like Bird Box to be to being a character in Bird Box. I'm I'm calling it right now. I don't know what today's date is, but it's January something, 2019. In the near future, we're going to go from just watching TV, right, to having virtual reality television. So you're going to go, okay, I want to go watch Bird Box. But instead of just watching it, you actually choose. So the, 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 um, and and if nobody's working on this right now, and you come up come to this idea, fucking credit me and give me at least ten percent of this idea. Like, pay me, all right, pay me, because this is fucking brilliant. I'm full of ideas, by the way. 
Um, if you need more ideas and you're willing to consult with me, uh, contact me. Uh, I need an email address for this podcast. Let's see. Hit me up at animoli at fastmail.com. There we go. Animoli, A-N-N-A-M-O-L-I at fastmail.com. Yeah. Run me my money. Um, yeah, so we're going to go from watching TV. So like, say, let's say we have, we've got Netflix, right? And I don't want to watch Bird Box. We're going to go from watching Bird Box to the whole entire story has already been written, right? But instead you get to choose what character you want to watch through or live through. So for example, I want to watch Bird Box with like my husband, right? But instead of us watching it, we get to choose to be the main, like, to choose to be the main characters so i'm gonna play as the crazy motherfuckers that if you haven't seen it stop listening i guess at this point because i don't want to spoil it for you um go watch it and then come back so i'm gonna play as a crazy motherfucker that came into the house and opened up all the curtains that that's the role i want to be and for like a moment in time the futuristic like tv watching machines we're going to have will allow you to basically become that character like live live through him have his mindset all of that and just like you're acting it out with him so as he goes to open the curtains you're moving through like so you have no control you're just that character so the the fear the rage the terror all of that that you feel you might even be able to see the creatures right like that that's part of the interactive thing and then and then my husband would play as like i don't know sandra bullock's you know character or whatever like that's going to be the future we're going to be simulating movies we're going to be live simulated movies right instead of just watching it you get to be part of the experience you get to feel things touch things they're going to have like holographic like you know uh, VR experiences where you can touch things in the VR like that's that's going to be the next big thing and then my thought process is okay if that's the line we're going and this tech already exists they already have technology that you can where you can touch holograms the way it works is it's like pressure so it just it's a light but it has a exertive force so when you touch it it pushes back so that you can touch a hologram right so instead of your hand being go- to being able to go through there's just a light pressure that it exerts um it's physics but it works and then you can touch a light being and it becomes like to your mind it 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 stimulates the illusion of being real that exists now they're doing it in uh in japan right now it's called uh haptics look it up um yeah interactive holograms so you can interact and touch holograms we already have vr right we have virtual reality simulations exists right now playstation has a vr uh headset so it's only a matter of time before somebody comes up with the idea to combine the two and then the next phase would just be like something that you could you know implant or something in your brain that just for for temporarily allows you to dissociate from your identity like who you really are and become a character in like a video game or a movie that you're playing and that's what the future is going to be. And my thought process is if we're already progressing down that, that, that path, then how do we know that we're not already doing that, right? Like, I'm not really your one black friend. Uh, I'm not really Joe, right? Like, I'm somebody else playing the, this long-ass fucking simulation 
of Joe recording this podcast. Like I'm just living this whole life because in the future or whatever, where we exist in right now, right? Like people don't have to work anymore. People don't have to do anything. Like everything can get downloaded into the brain, which once again, that technology, we're like an inch away from there. Elon Musk was talking about that, where we will be able to interface with AI and like download a bunch of shit to our brain. So my thought is like, what if we're already there? And we're just kind of reliving the past, you know, remember Oregon Trail? I don't know how many of you listening are like old enough to remember that where you, you know, before we had PlayStations and and all that, it was just this old school computer games. You'd go back and you would play like the Oregon Trail, like you'd be a Wagoneer, blah, 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 but on a computer, right? Like that was entertaining, like playing as the past. Well, like imagine if that's what's happening now. So anyway, to wrap it all up, Right? Like, it would make sense that we are in a simulation. And if that's the case, which it, everything is pointing to that fact. My other podcast actually talks about this more in depth. Um, but, uh, and the other podcast is called, uh, fuck, what is it called? Oh, the Dark Oracle. So just go on Spotify and type in Dark or- Oracle. You'll see my mug. Listen. Um, just have a listen. And, and, and I'm not pulling these theories on my ass. Like I actually spend like all day reading books on physics and, and history and, and, and Gnosticism. And I just kind of blend all of it together. But that, but these are my theories and this is where I'm, this is the conclusion that I'm coming to. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm saying all that to say this. Um, if you are the kind of person that when you begin the year, or whatever, you're like, all right, new year, new me, like, understand that it's just a fucking construct. And you can literally hit that reset button anytime you want. You don't have to wait to 2020. Or, you know, like, say you, you're going, oh, okay, like, your new year's resolution was I'm going to go to the gym, right? And we're like seven days in or, in or nine days into the year, and you've already missed like five days of gym time. It's okay, fucking hit that reset button. And pretend it's a new year. Because that's literally what we're all doing. We're just collectively pretending it's a new year. It's a shared fucking hallucination. Right? For all we know, we're really in the year 1756 or whatever. And we think it's 2019. But it's a, it's a collective delusion. Like like money. Right? Like we all just believe in something collectively. And so we pretend it's real. We're all just fucking playing pretend. So... Fucking just pretend it's a new year or pretend it's a new you tomorrow and pretend that tomorrow you're the next you're the kind of person that goes to the gym all day. And if you fuck that up, you know, do it again. Shit, do it every five minutes. I don't know. (laughs) You don't even have to wait for the fucking sun to set. Even the construct that we have of a day is just, you know, it's predicated on, on, on a fucking light. Right. The sun rises, we call that morning. The sun sets, we call that night. Like if the sun wasn't there, what would we have to gauge time? Exactly. It would just be a constant state of now. So start now.